Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidanandamurtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harani Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmani Eta Veja Gatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Saiva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own essence, your own beingness, your own sheerness, your own self. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. Limitation and Beyond. Nirmala means without limitations. What a great name to have. I felt it when I became a Swami and my Sanyas Guru whispered it into my right ear. It pierced through to the core of my being, helping to anchor me in that inner infinity. In that instant, I had two other sweet flashbacks. Isn't the mind amazing? It can do so many things at one time. While I was being anchored deep within, my mind found outer connections that supported the inner foundation. I thought of Nirmala, a lovely Indian woman who was my seva supervisor when I was in Baba's India ashram. She had been living there for many years and was deeply devoted. 
as well as clearly in a steady state of bliss. I cherished my time with her. And when I received her name as my Swami name, the first place I went was right to her to tell her that I got her name. She was delighted. My other flashback was to my mother. When I was born, she couldn't give me the name that she had planned. Once she saw me, she knew she had to name me Pamela. So close to Nirmala, she just didn't know Sanskrit. And for my middle name, she gave me Gay, because she wanted me to be happy. Very close to bliss, Ananda. So while I was destined to be Nirmala, Ananda, she got close with Pamela Gay. So while being initiated as a Swami, being propelled into a state of freedom beyond any worldly limitations, I was delighted with the connections in my past. I could see that they had been foreshadowing my future, just like a sapling grows into a tree. Given the right conditions, you grow into the freedom, expansiveness, and bliss of your own being. What I'm trying to say is that the freedom that my sannyas initiation opened up for me, I was delighted by the ties to the past. It was an experience of freedom and limitation simultaneously. That's the point. Limitations and beyond limitations, all at the same time. My name, Nirmala, means without limitations. Nir means without. Mala means limitation. It is a name for God. Technically, for the goddess. She who is the divine energy that manifests as the universe and all that exists in it. Energy contracts to become the universe. The contraction begins with the goddess creating and taking on three malas, three impurities or limitations. Yet her divine essence is unchanged. This means that while you are in a body, too often trapped in your own mind, your essence is the one pure beingness, that which is without limitation. You are Nimala. As you look inward, you find your own self, which is the one self, who is being all while being you. Thus, I was given the name Nirmala, naming that pure essence of expansive beingness a name of the goddess. Yet, she is also called Vimala. Vi meaning with Mala limitations. She is the one who takes on limitations in order to masquerade as being merely human. However, 
the limitations are only seeming limitations. No matter what obstacles get in the way of your life's path, no matter what you lack, and no matter how much you use your mind to put yourself down, there is more to you. Your essence is nirmala, completely pure, free of limitations. But you are the one who lives in your body, who uses your mind and deals with your karmas. So many limitations. So you are vimala, the one with limitations. Yet you are not limited by your seeming limitations. They're just a suit that you wear, a mask that covers your true essence, who is Nirmala, completely free. Limited and free. Vimala outside, Nirmala inside. Both are true. Which is why I say outside and inside all at the same time. The point is to know who you are while you are engaged with the world. You get to enact and to interact, to contribute and to collaborate, to steer where you want to go and to follow others all at the same time. For Westerners, steering comes easy. The following can be harder. When I went to live with my Baba, I was used to being in charge. I'd set my life up so that I was in charge. I didn't have to consult with anyone if I wanted to go out to eat or if I wanted to take a week off from work. I ran the show. Granted, it was a small show, but it was my show. Like the frog in our recycle bin a few weeks ago, the truck had been by and emptied the barrel but left the lid open. It rained hard that day, and by the time we were home and could pull the barrel inside, it had several inches of water in it and a big frog. He was very happy. He was in charge of his own little world, the king of his own little kingdom. Eventually, we had to tip the barrel over to get him out, but he really didn't want to go anywhere. He wanted to stay in the barrel. When I moved into Baba's ashram, I left my little fiefdom, and I went to live with Baba and a thousand other people. I was not in charge. I was given tasks to do, seva, ways to contribute to the ashram and everyone living in it. Seva is mostly simple tasks, like you do at home. I cleaned set out food that other people had cooked, did mailing labels for a mailing list and other stuff. I reveled in the simplicity. More than that, Baba emphasized that you must become a disciple, one who does the discipline, if you want to attain what the Guru has. He had two signs by his seat, one on each side. The guru is the means and the goal, and only he who obeys can command. From having a very independent lifestyle with the freedom to come and go as I chose, now I was to obey. 
and to follow a discipline with practices that began at 3.30 every morning. The surprise was that I loved it. I was more limited and constrained than I ever had been in my life. I didn't even have a car so that I could get out for a drive. But I was happy, deeply happy, probably for the first time in my life. And everything that Baba said to do, when I did it, I got happier. Clearly, he knew what I needed better than I knew what I needed. These limitations were freeing. Yoga is amazing. You step onto the path followed by other yogis for millennia. And you just put one foot in front of the other. How limiting that sounds. Yet it is the path to freedom and its fruits are reliable. I was standing outside the other day, watching some of our regular yoga students as they walked to their cars. They moved so freely. They called to each other and laughed so freely. Doing the poses makes such a difference. You take the class. You start with lying down and breathing. Then you follow the sequencing and system that we use. Doing the same poses you did yesterday or in your last class. Same old, same old. Except same old works. Every time. And the more you do, the freer you become. Nityananda was the embodiment of yogic bliss and freedom. He was my guru's guru. My Baba spoke of him often. Baba wrote songs describing Nityananda. One of them begins with, Nityanandaya gurave shusha samsara harane bhakta kayaika dehaya namaste chitsaratmane. I sing this verse at the beginning of my teaching as part of what I call my Swami mantra. Muktanandaya gurave shisha samsara harane bhakta kayaika dehaya namaste chitsaratmane. The only difference in the verses is the first word, the name, Nityananda or Muktananda. Otherwise, the verse is the same. Because you see, it's not about the personality. It's about the inner essence of the one being invoked. And that essence is the same. That essence is the same in Moktananda as in Nityananda. And that essence is the same in you. The verse means I bow to Nityananda or Moktananda the guru who rescues his disciples from the cycle of births and deaths. He who is living in a body in order to serve his devotees. He whose nature is consciousness and bliss. I particularly love the line, 
Bhaktakaryaika Dehaya. He who is living in a body in order to serve his devotees. It was very clear to me that Baba stayed in his body to serve us, to serve me. I have to say, it was very personal. I knew he was here for me. He'd had a very serious heart attack in the year before I met him. It was not his first. In fact, he was in the hospital when it happened. He'd come in a couple of days earlier because of heart troubles. The cardiologist visited Baba one morning, and Baba said, Tomorrow, 3 p.m., be here. You can save me. So the cardiologist was there when Baba had a massive heart attack. The doctor worked diligently to save Baba's life, working on him for three hours. He didn't give up, and it worked. He brought Baba back to life. This is only one of the reasons that I love modern medicine. Baba described that three hours differently. He said, I went to my Baba. I stayed with my Baba for a while. And then he said to me, go back. You're not done yet. They need you. So Baba came back. And we did need him. I needed him. I didn't even know that I needed him, but I did. And I had seven years with him. He was in his body in order to serve his disciples. Nityanandaya gurave shisha samsara harani pakta kayaika dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Bhakta Karyaika Dehaya He who lives in a body in order to serve his devotees. This verse is in the Avadhuta Stotra. Baba wrote it, adapting an existing chant, the Vedanta Chandavali. Baba added verses, honoring his own group. We sang this chant every morning as part of the Guru Gita chants that started our day. One of the verses has my name in it. Nishkalam nishkriyam shantam nirmalam paramamutam anantam jagadattaram yavaruddham namamyaham Undivided, performing no actions, calm. Spotless, immortal, the eternal support of the universe, to that avidhut I bow. Nirmalam paramamritam, spotless, immortal. It describes you as well as me and Nityananda. For your essence is the one divine reality, spotless, stainless, pure, and immortal. Though this body will one day die, you do not. You are more than your body, more than your mind.
You live in this body and you use your mind like you use your hand and fingers. But you are more. To know your immortal essence is to know your own self. This is the goal and purpose of yoga. The goal and purpose of life. When you know your own self, you become free from need, greed, and fear. You become free from limitations, spotless, stainless, pure, nirmala. And you become free to care, free to share, free to love and give. Free to be fully and wholly who you are, O Shiva. To live in the knowingness and beingness of the one reality that is your own beingness. This is Swarupa Vidya, the knowingness and beingness of your own self. How do you get there? First, you recognize where you're starting from. I described it this way in this month's teachings article. Your mind blocks your own inner light in the same way you can use your thumb to block the sun. Thus, you have to work on your mind by using your mind to work with your mind to get beyond your mind beyond limitation. You have to use your mind because there's nothing more powerful than your mind. You see, your mind is even more powerful than God. Your mind can say no to God. So truly, you do need to work on your mind. Not to get rid of it, but to make it useful. So you can live in Nirmala, the inner space of vast, Peaceful, spotless, purity and essence. While you are Vimala, embracing all the realities of life from a deeper place within. For this, do more mantra. And I'll teach you how when we meditate. Let me sing Baba's Avadhuta Stotra for you, honoring his guru, Nityananda. Nityananda Yagurave Shri Sarsam Saraharane Bhakta Kayaikade Ayan Namaste Chit Saratmane Nirvasanam Nirakamsham Savadosha Vivarjitam Niralambam Niratankam Nityanandam Namamyaham Nirmamam Nirahankaram Samaloshtasma Kanchanam Samadukhau sukham diram yabadhutam namam yaham. Avinashinamadmanam yekam nityaya patmanam. 